With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Scooby! Away! Out the road! Alright! Buckle your head! Alright! Over your head! Alright! Over your head! Because your face on a bed! Tonight is our 
season two pilot show. Really don't have much of anything to talk about, but you know how we do it. You know how we get down. We get it funky, whatever. So pretty much um, we're here tonight uh, basically introducing our new uh, show that's coming for this season. Um, This season we have a lot of things that are planned, um, things that I really don't care to talk about at the moment because you know how the enemy steps in and, you know, it kind of crushes those things. But, you know, we do what we got to do anyway to make it happen. So I'd just rather not, you know, talk about it right now. Um, We have two of our um, callers on the line tonight. I believe I know who they are. Um, But any do-rag, we're going to see who it is. First caller, caller number three. 708. Say good evening. Good evening, everyone. This is Blue. Miss Blue, how are you? I'm doing spectacularly wonderful. How are you, darling? All is well. All is well. I missed you. It's been a couple of months since we heard from you. I missed you, too. Actually, the last message I got was Happy Father's Day, but, you know, we're not going to talk about that right now. That's not true. I texted you two days ago. Don't go there. Two days ago, no, you sent it. Oh, it was an email. I sent you a text. Oh, that text must just still. And I sent you a message on Facebook. We won't go there, though. <laughs> anyway, tonight we're being nice, so we'll be going. Okay, we're going to be nice. And the second caller on the line is caller number 8700. Say good evening in just one second with our midst switchboard, you know. Oh, my. Here we go. I think it's going to stay right now. Say good evening. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? Yeah, hey. All right. There you go. How are you doing? <laughs> Introduce yourself. It's me. <laughs> Must be brisk. <laughs> this is Wendy. How you doing? How you feeling? <laughs> y'all know what? I'm gonna fuck y'all up. <laughs> okay, so talk. I ain't talking about shit. Are you waiting for me? Fucking talk. <laughs> Hello, hello. Be nice. The theme for oh, I'm the sorry. I'm nice, sorry. nice. Well, be nice and start talking. Somebody. Yeah. <laughs> All righty then. Um, here, let's see. What shall we talk about this evening? Let's talk about the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Has anybody caught up on the latest gossip on yours truly, T.I.? No. No. Okay. Has anybody caught up on the latest gossip of P. Diddy? No. No. Has anybody caught up on the latest gossip about yours truly, Lord Merlot? No. Yeah, I have. Happy anniversary. (laughs) 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 Oh, my (laughs) goodness. 
No. Well, thank you, I think. <laughs> oh, moving right along. Y'all are idiots. Oh, so what do y'all think about this 2010 election? Do you think the Democrats are going to win, or do you think the Republicans are going to bring down the, the Senate? What do, you, what do you think is going to happen? To be very honest with you, I could frankly give a shit which political party wins as mm-hmm. long as they do their job and they bring our country and our people justice and do right by the people, such as, hmm, remember this topic from a while back, health care? Mm-hmm. And proper mm-hmm. criminal justice for once would be nice, too. I'm so, well, you're jumping on health care issue. What about them coming to people's houses and basically trying to get you to take a vaccine? <laughs> Come to your house and do what? Basically, it's going to be mandatory that, you know, they go to everyone's house and you take a vaccine. You're, you, I mean, I think you you are I able to know. Right, right, right. But, but people want them to pay for health care. So if you want them to pay for health care, you got to do what they say. Correct? I mean, Correct. I, I just got finished reading an article about uh, that, you know, genocidal type stuff that they've been, mm-hmm. um, just yesterday, like about the whole swine flu thing, how, mm-hmm. you know, the government's trying to poison people and trying to force people to take the vaccine and, like, they're injecting things in people. Look, honey, it ain't no damn vaccine. It ain't just a vaccine. I'm sure it's that, too. But, hello, we eat every day. Mm-hmm. You notice what our children look like? They look like mm-hmm. jolly big giants. They got teeth <laughs> that I ain't never seen before, asses I ain't mm-hmm. never seen before, and heights I ain't never seen before, and they big as a house. Mm-hmm. Okay? You got to, like, have fucking two tons of food to feed these damn kids. <laughs> like, where the hell did y'all come from? Is it something in the water? Uh, yeah. The water, the juice, the food, the meat, hello. I'm a vegetarian. That's nice. Guess what? It's in your vegetables, too. <laughs> so, therefore, if you if you ain't religious, I suggest you get that way and start praying mm-hmm. over your food, over your house, over everything else like you're supposed to. Like you should have uh, been doing. The good book does uh, say that, um, you know, all these so-called strange storms. You know, people are like, it's so strange how the weather is. It ain't strange. It's in the Bible. It's in Revelation. <laughs> ain't nothing strange about what God didn't already told us is going to happen. It's going to be famines. It's going to be storms. Seasons are going to change, and people don't pay attention. And people are going to get greedy and start doing all sorts of dumb stuff. Hello, terrorism. <laughs> I hate to be racist, but I'm going to go there, okay? Niggas will sit there and take $10,000 to go do some dumb shit because they broke. Mhm. Mm. Mhm. We like to not think that, but it's true. Pretty true. Interesting. What's interesting about it? Are you sipping? Cause I'm sipping. Cheers. <laughs> I'm puffing. Sorry. No, I I sent a text message to somebody that wanted to be on the show tonight, and I forgot to put them on the list. So I just sent it to them, so hopefully they get it. That's why I was a little silent for the moment. It's just the three of us? 
I haven't yeah. walked back to the switchboard yet. That's so sad. <laughs> we used to have live and charge shows. Where y'all at? Where the people at? Well, you know, you know dude, that, I'm going to put myself on the blame for that one because I didn't quite announce the show. I did it, like, at the last minute. And, you know, I was just like, okay, they can see the posting. But, you know, a lot of people, like myself, I don't really check my Facebook or Twitter uh, like two days from now or so, so I can understand, but it, it's all good. It's all good. We okay. here. I ain't had a show with Eons, honey, so I feel you. <laughs> Eon. Life kind of consumes you, and it's like, uh, it, it kind of had to take the back burner for a minute. <laughs> now, if we Same start time. doing revenue shows, it's a whole different story. We're going to have to get some people up in this joint. <laughs> Well, I have well, another question. What do you feel about all of the young generation tattooing their eyelids and tongues and under their noses and behind their earlids, you know, like earlobes and stuff? What in the world? Tattooing a butterfly on their pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's been done for years. Be the middle of the butterfly. Yes, I just saw one of them on Christmas. I was like, oh, my goodness, wow. it was pretty tattoos. Don't get me wrong. It was pretty, but seriously? On Christmas. <laughs> Yes, like, my friend sent it to me, and I'm like, wow, this is, like, it's a pretty tattoo, but damn, your coochie must have hurt for days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got my pubic bone, that's bone right there. I mean, feeling. even if you got a fat one, it ain't that much damn muscle right there, that's, that's bone. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. like, you know, the origins, mm-hmm. I had an argument with a friend the other day and his wife about this, the origins mm-hmm. of those uh, teardrop tattoos. Um, it's, you know, depending on how many teardrops and what color and if it's colored in or outlined or whatever, mm-hmm. it kind of, it they're jailhouse tattoos. It started off as a jailhouse system, just like the spiderweb tattoos. They, they're yeah. jailhouse system tattoos, and many of them originated over in places like Australia where it was a way to identify inmates and identify, you know, how many years they've done or what kind of crime they did. So people mm-hmm. walking around thinking, oh, they're cute. You know, some of it is tribalism as well, but it's like you walking around with something, you don't even know the meaning of it. Exactly. That's that's the dumb exactly. part about it. Like, you going to put that on your body and you got to keep it for life because for real, for real, even if you want to take it off, that's going to be a cost too, and it's going to cost way more than the tattoo did. <laughs> with some laser-like surgery. Yeah, and everything can't well, be covered up. I feel minds have, have meaning. I just didn't go get it just because this person got it and that person got it and this person got it. No. Might have had me. I don't know. I wanted to get one years ago and then I changed my mind. I wanted to get my tongue And I commend you. And I commend you. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) My body is a temple and I done did enough stuff to already tarnish the temple. I ain't trying to add nothing else to it. Come on. I done committed enough sins. I'm good. Everybody else can commit them for me. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> wow. Well, I have four tattoos. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to make conversation. One of them is a snake. Serpent. One of them is a serpent. I know. I was very upset during them times. Yes, yes, I was. <laughs> We we had a discussion about serpents one day. Yeah. Serpent? 
Oh, yes. tell us about yes. it. Yes, it was very religious. We got real deep into the meaning of the surface, the real meaning behind it. And then he looked mm-hmm. at the test and was like, oh, shit, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they like, it's a small little surface. You can just rub over it like it's there. I want to talk about religious people. Religious people of today, let me tell you, I got on the train on my way home from work after a long, long day, and I decided to put on my headset so that I could hear me some music that would soothe my spirits. Well, within 15 seconds of me getting myself together, someone gets on the train, and they start preaching about homosexuality on the train. And it was just like, okay. You know, we had older people from the older generation or two generations ago, and then we had people in the middle generation, a.k.a. the baby boomers, and, you know. And then, of course, we had our youngins, and we had our generation, you know. And it was just like, okay, this guy gets on the train looking like he's from some hood area and he really has no clue what he's doing or what he's talking about decides to talk about people. But he just kept talking about gay people in general. Well, he was just going on and on about how he was, you know, reading the Bible and he was preaching and he was saying that it's wrong and he loved all of his homosexuals and, you know, and that, you know, it's wrong and it's wrong and it's wrong and it's wrong and it's wrong. So one person on the train that was, you know, gay decided to speak out, and he started talking, and he was like, well, you know, you know, the Bible that you keep talking about, you know, has been changed we don't know how many times, so who's to say that the Bible is correct? So everybody was just like, that's true, that's true, and the guy that was preaching just kept going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, you know. And to me, you know, it's just like, okay, is that all you had to say when you got on the train? Why you couldn't think of something else to talk about and to just have a train car full of people that actually turned their noses up, you know, at him, and they were just looking at him like, you don't even know what you're talking about, you know, and he's just, you know, passing judgment on people and then had the nerve to say that, People hit on him every day that are gay, and, you know, and he just pray for them and whatever the case may be. Well, personally, you know, it's like I don't see what they were hitting up on because, you know, technically, but anyway, we're not going to go there. I decided to restrain myself. So, you know, but the meaning of this story was, like, what religion is really the right religion? What religion is the true religion? Because technically they all have Bibles, you know, they have their Korans, you know, they have their Book of Mormon, and they have All their, their gods were basically, you know, born from a, what is it, a virgin mother. I thought that was only one. What is, what is it giving? Come on. Right. And it's just like, which one is true? Because everything has been distorted. Every single one of them was written by man. It was not written by God himself. So it's like you have to search deep within yourself to decide which one makes more sense to you, and I'll put it that way, because technically none of it makes sense, none of it. You know, what science tells us, what what we're being taught in the church is not even, you know, okay, you're saying that the Bible says this, but I didn't read that, and then me and Brisk had a conversation earlier today about how 
you know, they say that it is so simple that even a child could understand this. But the things that you're coming across on the pulpit is like, I've never thought of it that way, or that doesn't make sense to me. So how so simple is it? It's not really that simple because you have changed everything, you know. So I'm just like, personally, I'm going through myself like what is right and what is wrong. Does anybody care to elaborate on their thoughts or, you know, I do I what I feel is right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I'll finish when you're done. No, I just feel that I do what I feel that is right. Whatever, whatever's in my heart, whatever's in my brain, whatever's in my soul, whatever I do, I do because that's what I want to do. Not to bring any damage to any other person or being human, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you know, I just do me. But I also and respectful of everybody that is around me, you know, to let them also do them, you know, not incorporate, you know, necessary necessary their lives in my life, which, you know, it, it, if you're in my life, it's, you're going to be incorporated in it. You know, I mean, I don't know how to, how to, I don't know. It's just live right. Stop just living for the moment and just, you know, doing something to fuck somebody over just for enjoyment or just for forsaking your evilness. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody just needs to just calm the fuck down. I mean, why is everybody nowadays, you know, stealing cars, you know, uh, or uh, what else, walking up on grown men, little boys, patting people on their pockets. I wish it was me. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. Just do what you feel is right and, Pray to whatever God you feel that is going to forsake you and take you on to what they call heaven, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Everybody just needs to get it together. Get it together. Why Why do we have all these religions and everybody's fighting over what's right, what's right? How the fuck do you know what's right? <laughs> I don't understand. I just don't. So just do you, boo. That's all I can say, man. I could do you. Well, here's the inception. <clears throat> I stumbled upon the original Bible. The original? The original Bible. My friend sent it to me. They had uh, excavated a place over in Israel and found the very first Hebrew Bible that was written. And it was quite interesting because, like you said, we all know that the Bible has been and still to this day is being changed over and over and over again. It's like, remember the little message that they used to do in school? You tell a person who tells a person who tells a person who tells somebody mm -hmm. else, and by the time it gets down the line, the entire message has been changed and only a fragment of the original is still standing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I still have it in my email or not, but when I read it, like, mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, some of the message was still there, but it has been a drastic change. And out of all the different Bibles and religions and things of that that I've studied and looked at, the one that seems the most closest to being true, that's closest mm -hmm. to the Hebrew Bible, is the Torah. Okay. Like, that has been changed, of course, as well over the years, especially, you know, into English, because originally mm -hmm. that was Hebrew, you know what I mean? So even that, but that's like the most closely worded one to what it originally was. And I have a few friends that have like started studying like Hebrew and the origins of it or whatever. 
And mm-hmm. from what the evidence that they've presented to me, like you can just actually see the world of the difference and how much people have changed it over the years. And, you know, like even when the religion started branching off, how people pretty mm-hmm. much kind of started doing their own thing. And let's look at even our own country. You know what I mean? Like the the country that's supposedly so free, mm. is, is it really that free in one sense, but in another sense, is it too free? You know, like I had a um, conversation with my play sister last night, and we were talking mm-hmm. about it, you know, like Americans say, oh, those people's laws, they're too astringent and they're horrible. <laughs> and like say how we went and took over Iraq, you know, the people – that were under Saddam Hussein's rule, they didn't want us to come in because they were used to a certain way of life, whether we felt it was right or wrong or not. That's what they were used to. They were used to laws and rules and principles. They're used well, to We're not there living their life. Right. If right. you steal, you get your hand cut off. And imagine if our laws were as stringent as somewhere else, our country just may be a little bit in a better shape than it is now. You know what I mean? Like, we're free to do a whole lot of stuff that other people can't, and people come here for that reason. But more than half of those same people that have come here, a lot of them over the years have immigrated here, made babies, and left. The parents have moved back to their own country because they don't like it. They can't take it because it's just horrible. So how much does that say about our country? We're the first one to go run and jump into somebody's damn war. We're the first one to go instigate and step into somebody else's business, into somebody else's argument, and because try to take over. Because they created it, honey. Go continue. Mm. You know, we try to go take over everybody else's shit, but it's like, what right do we have to do that? We don't have that right to do that. Hold that thought, sweetness. We're going to jump into a quick song. Um... Let's see. It was a song that I actually wanted to hear for the past couple of days now, and I finally found it, so I'm going to play it. But anyway, here we go. Let's see if you ever heard this song before.
just tuned in to Firmino Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio. With the guest calling number is 347-884-9091. And we can be reached on the web at www.blogtalkradio.com slash F-O-M-E-R-L-O-T. And then you can go into our little chat rooms, which we are not doing this evening. But uh, anyway... Uh, basically, we've just been talking about tonight. Um, we've been actually talking about quite a few things. We were talking about people coming to your house to, you know, shoot you up with some type of vaccine, and you don't know what it is. We've talked about healthcare in America. You know, that's always an ongoing topic, and it seems like things have not really changed, even though, you know, we were told that things were going to change. And, you know, we've even talked about a little bit about religion and how, you know, people are being laid astray this way and that way, and, you know, we're being taught that this is the right way, but nobody truly, truly knows the right way because everything is, like, so distorted, you know. What we have on our call list tonight, we have our wonderful, wonderful two co-hosts that have been with us since um, pretty much um, <laughs> the first season of Promoter Entertainment, and, you know, they definitely enriched our lives with a lot of great, great knowledge, and they always bring something to the table every time they call in. We have Brisk, um, who has been with us for quite some time, as well as Miss Blue, who actually has her own show, and, you know, we'll let her, you know, do her thing in her own way, you know, because I always mess it up every time I talk about the show, podcast, dreams, secrets, pod, whatever, you know, but we'll let her do it, you know, <laughs> the way that she does it. So we're going to start to unmute the lines um, but before we do that, I actually have a guest caller on the line. I don't know who it is, and if they want to speak, they can speak. I'm going to unmute their line. If they don't want to speak, they can just say thank you or no thank you. You know, out of common courtesy, if they, you know, care not to elaborate or, you know, to bring something to the table this evening. Um, if you don't want to talk, I'll just mute you back. Just let me know. All right, so the guest caller that I actually have that I'm showing that's flashing right now is caller number 7264. Um, uh, those are the last four numbers of your phone number, so you are on the line. Say what's up. What's up? Good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How are you? All is well, all is well, just here, you know, listening to the good conversation. And, you know, we're just trying to decide on, you know, what's really going on in America or in the world for that matter. Um, I'm not sure who you are. I'll let you introduce yourself to everybody. Hello, my name is Nani, and I'm just listening in, uh, seeing what y'all talking about. And I think that the conversation earlier was intriguing. And uh, I liked the young lady who had something to say. She really spit some knowledge. But I do just want to elaborate on one point about okay. religion. Um, it is true that religions have been distorted, and we as humans really don't know what is happening out there, what's really real. But right. one thing i got to say is that I'm a Christian, and I follow the whole Bible, and I try to really live by the principles, and I don't spend much time reading about the prosperities and the wonderful blessings God's going to bestow, but I read more about how to live my life and how to be obedient. 
and how to be connected into what's really out there. And I gotta say that for me, Christianity, the whole Bible, non-denominational, that's what I abide by and that's what really works for me because when I really put the principles into play, my life has just been so wonderfully blessed and so it's almost unreal how I've come, how far I've come. And I'm a testimony and I'm a success story, but it's all because throughout all of my struggles and my hard times and my growing up alone, that's the only thing that was with me and that I kept and that I held fast to and I held true to of everything else in this world. That's the only thing. And that that thing I'm saying is spirituality, love for God, walking with God. And I can't ask for nothing more, but yet I can see so many more things coming. So that's uh, my two cents on the Christianity piece. And I hope that if anyone's curious, just kind of read it for yourself because it doesn't say, and although it has been changed, and I want to give, I want to like acknowledge the point uh, earlier uh, about the Torah being most closely worded, but you got to realize that the Torah is a part of the entire Bible. That's the first five books. So, you know, <laughs> and maybe from there on things have been distorted, but we're talking about the same thing. And a lot of times I think all religions really have the same God in common. It's just their mode of getting to God is different. So, you know, I just want to say that if anybody is curious about it, just read it yourself. And it has some real wisdom whether you choose to take that as your life's journey and your life's walk or not. That's some wisdom that can help you, you know, get through this America and make a difference. Wow. Thank you, Nani. Um, I did unmute our uh, co-host this evening. Um, I don't know if they have anything to add to that, but definitely she... Wow. <laughs> Does Risk or Blue have anything to, 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 you know, talk about or to add to that? Like oh, to I'm glad you that you're on your journey. You found your journey. You know, you found something that, you know, broadened your horizons and got you on the path with God, walking with God. I commend you. Amen. <laughs> I'd like to thank you for your very kind comments and you were telling the truth that the Torah is a part of it, you know, the Old Testament. Um, the New Testament, <laughs> I'll say, the one, the, the two books out of the New Testament that I think, like, have a, a whole lot of really good stuff, to say the least, is Daniel and Revelation. Like, those two books, like, tell you a lot, you know. Mm. And, like, um, one thing about, like, the book of Daniel, it talks about the statue and talked about, like, um, different countries. It names them in the old names of the countries, but, like, the modernism of them now, if you look at what the countries are and, like, what's been happening to them, and it's basically saying that the statue has pretty much disappeared, and it's now, like, down to just the toes. And, you know, they're saying, like, America isn't even really a part of the statue. America's not affected. It's how some people view it. Some people are saying that America has a lot to do with it. Like, it's very interesting when you go through that book and read it. I've heard a few different scriptures about it, and it's 
very, very, very interesting. Okay, let me interrupt y'all for a minute. Now, y'all mentioned something about the the Torah. Honestly, I've been a Christian all my life, and you know, I was brought up in the Baptist, the Apostolic, the Pentecostal, the non-denominational, but I've never ever heard of anything called the Torah. Exactly what is that, or where does that book fall with the original Bible? I've never heard anything of this. Please, please enlighten me. And I'm sure someone else out there is listening. They want to know the same. It's the Jewish Hebrew Bible. It's the first five books of the Bible that we now know. Most people read the King James Version or standardized mm-hmm. version, whatever. It's like the first five books of our Bible. But um, there are uh, a lot of differences in there, whereas, like, it's to me, it seems a little more original, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what the Jews use in their churches, hmm. Jewish and uh, some Hebrew people. So basically, just to add on to that, basically the uh, Jewish people believe what Christians believe up until a point, and that point is basically Jesus. They believe that uh, there has been prophecies all throughout the Bible that the Messiah was to come. Now, Moses Moses was sent from God as, like, the first kind of leader and the first person to, like, you know, let people know about God. And he was truly ordained. And they always spoke of a coming Messiah that's going to come. And so what happened is there were 12 tribes of, of, of Judah that came down the line of Moses. And each of the tribes kind of lived in different geographical areas. And so um, basically they found their own Messiah in each of the tribes. Like the first one, uh, one of the first was uh, uh, Muhammad. That's where like Muslim came out. And that's, it was, I think it may have been the first. That's why they say Muslim uh, or Islam is the longest known religion. Um, out of other tribes came other gods or deities that they believe in, but out of um, the tribe of, of David, that the lineage of David is where Jesus came. And so you got all these different sects now, and the Jewish people don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah that God promised long ago. So that's why right. there's that infighting. So those people who were Jewish who uh, – and the rest of the world who kind of were looking for a Messiah and saw Jesus and heard of his works were convinced, but the Jews still were not. So that's why uh, Jews still are waiting for their Messiah to this day, but they follow those strict rules from the beginning, and that's it. And other places have picked up on the Bible or taken it to pieces and branched off and went on to different religions. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> You just said a lot in that that few minutes, and even now I'm still trying to, you know, grasp everything that you just said because it's just like, okay, in my 31 years of age, it's just like this is, like, new to me. And even on tomorrow, I'm going to re-listen to the show to, you know, to actually listen exactly what you said over and over again so that I can do my own research so that I can definitely find some answers, you know, to – to basically expound upon that, and I'm just like, but why, why have we not been taught all of these things? You know, you know, 
like they said that um, Americans are Christians and, you know, we have these different churches within our nationality. And it's just like no particular one religion governs us as a whole. Like far as, you know, I could be wrong, but like the U.K., they're Catholics, you know, for the most part. Or, you know, they 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 seem to go more towards that direction as well as all of or most of the European nations seem to, you know, tend to Catholics. So it's just like, okay, now we're in America. Where did this Baptist come from? You know, why do we have all of these extras here? You know, if we were basically from 12 tribes, as you spoke of, which is honestly what the Bible said, there are 12 tribes of Israel, you know, why do we have all of these different religions? If we're from the same place, why have not we been taught the same thing? Why is everything such a contradiction to the next one? Because especially since the beginning of time, nations have been divided. And they just kept dividing and dividing and dividing. One person disagrees, and then another person starts questioning, and they disagree too. And then the disagreeance and the agreeance goes on, and there you have it, the world today. I agree with that fully. I mean, that's what it is. And unfortunately, you know, the world was set up like that, you know, like in the New Testament. Uh, it said Jesus says himself that he didn't come to like unify, but he came to divide because you know, like he, you know, people are people are gonna have their own opinions, but it's he who finds you know the truth and walks by it are the ones that are gonna be saved because you know this is unfortunately a wicked nation and we are wicked people. We do wrong when we don't want to do wrong. We think that we, we're we just, you know, we're just human, led by our purient interests. So, you know, we just do evil natu- naturally. And so God was sent his word, and for those who found it and did it, those are the ones who are going to kind of rise to the top. Hmm. But, you know, let me say one other thing, though. The first thing that came to my mind, though, is the problem with people and religion is that people do not read. They get taught and indoctrinated by these Baptists and Pentecostals and, you know, Church of Latter-day Saints and Jehovah's Witness. They don't read. When I started to read it myself, I was amazed. And the reason why I could continue to follow it and live by it is because it tells us stories about stuff that happened that's like stuff that just happened today. You know, it's so relevant to things that go on in life right now. A lot of the stories are similar to things that happen right now. So that lets you know it's been going on a long time. You know, all this evil is not kind of a new thing. People have been fighting and warring and incesting and all that stuff from for a, for a long time, but if we read it ourselves and we gain some knowledge, then we know kind of what it says and know whether we want to follow it or not, not just listen to what people say about it, because people, even pastors, even leaders, even people on TV, misquote the Bible, and that's where mis- misunderstanding comes in, you know, like there are a lot of things that we say regularly that we claim are scriptures, but it's not. 
because that's not what it says. And different little small words make the difference, you know? Like I said, in the beginning of the conversation, remember, you tell a message to one person and you pass it down the line. By the time it gets passed down, everything's been distorted and there's only a small fraction left of what the original message even was. Yeah, and I love that game because it shows it so well how that happens so easily. And and don't nobody mean wrong, really, by it. They don't mean wrong, but it happens. It just proves, you know, that we are human and how humans are in nature. Um, Like, I've been having conversations with people, and the one thing I learned a long time ago is to be observant. Like, a lot of times people ask, well, why aren't you responding? Why aren't you saying anything back? You know, or why don't you have anything to say about a conversation? But it's like if you really sit back and observe people sometimes in raw nature, you will see so much more than what words will tell you. You know, like a person can claim to be X, Y, Z, but you sit back and watch them and you'll see a totally different person. Like, um, prime example, Brisk and I went to this church one day. I hadn't been to church in a while, and this is the church in our neighborhood, so I was like, well, I want to go to church, and he told me he'd go with me. When we got in there, he said, all I see is a ton of demons in here. He said, I see a few good people, but all I see is a ton of demons in here. And the two good things that I could say came out of that service one day was, you know, the script, the um, passage about Daniel was the message of the day. You know, that was like one of the greatest things that could have came out of that whole day. But not only that, you also got to see people for who they really are when you go to church because church is supposed to be the place where you go to gather to gain more knowledge. It's like going to school. Someone's supposed to teach you the right things and the wrong things. But the Bible mm-hmm. also tells you to be aware of false prophets. And today it's it's kind of hard because the lines nowadays are so blurred between what's real and what's not real. And a lot of church people, more so than even people that don't know who God is, these are the same church people that are supposed to be going out there teaching people this is who God is, this is, you know, what the word is all about, are very hypocritical. They'll tell you one thing but then they'll turn around and go do something else. My stepmom's Baptist, and I'm sitting in her church one day. We had just got to church early in the morning. All I hear is, oh, my gosh, did you see what she had on? Oh, my goodness, did you hear about so-and-so, such-and-such? Did you see this? Did you see that? And I'm just, like, standing there in complete and total awe, like, and I had to look up, like, am I in church or am I on the street? Because y'all sitting in the house of God, talking about people like they don't exist. And, I mean, I'm talking about the person like 10 feet behind you. Girl, did you see what she Not got going? Oh, my feet. God, I can't believe she wore that to church. I thought you were supposed to come as you are. Yeah, we all dress up and try to go in there and look nice. It's nothing to be not be looking nice, but it's a whole other <laughs> thing when you're putting on a fashion show to go to church, and the book tells you come as you are. If you tattered and rags, you're still supposed to come <laughs> as you are, and you're not supposed to judge people. We all have done it. We all do it on a daily basis because we're human, and it's something we've been taught. But at the same time, as you grow older, it's something that you also teach yourself and principle yourself to try not to be such a judgmental person. You know what I mean? Because it's not right. We don't have the right to judge nobody. We don't know what their situation is or what their circumstance is. And one of the best movies that 
displayed the come as you are theme was Sitharat, where mm-hmm. they got the community out there. They got everybody out there saying, mm-hmm. you know, we don't care what you look like. We don't care what you're doing, what you've been doing. It don't matter. Just come and get the word. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I'll say as far as families, um, look at Asian families and Spanish families, how close they are. Even like some African tribes, Middle Eastern families, they have a closeness. They have multi-generational family units where they have gatherings and things like that. And people pretty much get along, or at least they try to, and they still have a communal type of family style and living, whereas our country and our people, but especially a lot of brown people, you know what I mean, are very, and and some uh, pale people are rather dysfunctional, um, don't get along, we don't they like don't each care. other, we don't love each other, we don't care about each other, am I my brother's keeper? Hell no. That's the first thing you'll hear. Hell no, I'm not my brother's keeper. I don't care about him. I don't care about her. I don't care what I just heard that tonight, and that's just interesting because I went somewhere tonight, and it was just like, I said, it's so-and-so home, and it was just like, I don't know. I don't care. They're not in my back pocket. It was just like, oh, my goodness, but this is your brother. This is your sister. And... Wow. People don't care, you know. And my own family, like, I love them. People are going to do what they want to do. Go ahead. They just want to do what they want to do. I mean, you can't stop them. And that's what people say. They haven't found God because you're just doing what you want to do. You're doing what you want to do. And the thing is, people, when you, this is an an expressly good point that I have to make. When you ask somebody, Mm -hmm. um, well, you know, how about let's plan a trip to go here. It's in six months. We need to start saving money. Well, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow or a week from tomorrow. I'm only living for today. You know, the reality is. And, uh, and necessarily they don't even say it because it's written all over your face. Yeah, like you're not supposed to be living for today or an earthly tomorrow. You're really supposed to be living for your life after you leave the earth. We were in a place of. People don't know that. Before we got here, you know what I mean? Like, you came from eternity, and when you die, you go back to eternity. And it's like, you ain't supposed to be living just for what's going on here on earth. I'm living for this dude, girl. Mm-hmm. He going to pay my bills. Get out there and do it yourself. I haven't worked in two years, and guess what? All of my bills are paid. All of them. Some days I be wondering, God, where is the money going to come from? And I pray on it, and I get out mm-hmm. there, and I hustle. I don't do nothing illegal. I do what I got to do, and they all get paid. I say a prayer and hope and pray that something's going to happen. And God has blessed me in that retrospect. And honestly, I feel like if I didn't have him in my life and if I strayed away from him, I wouldn't have this. I'd be the same homeless person out there on the street begging somebody for something Amen. with too much pride to go to a shelter or too much pride to go make better of myself. I can't be that person. There are too many dead people walking the face of the earth because they have nothing else to live for. I don't have nothing to live for. I lost my job. I lost my kids. I lost this. I lost that. Well, there's people out here that don't have no damn food. There's people out here that make $2 a day and they make it work. So why can't you? <laughs> Blue baby, I'm, that big. 
Blue Boo, Blue. I love you, I love you, but we, of course, have come to an end of a show. (laughs) (laughs) Just when the topic is interesting, we always have that time restraint. So I will ask each and every one of you that are on the phone this evening to just take a moment to pause and just, you know, to just think about everything that you've heard tonight. And even the people that's out there listening, evaluate yourself, you know. I mean, do your own research because, you know, what you're being told is technically not what's really going on. And, you know, you need to just do your own research and come up with your own questions. And, of course, we want to hear those questions because I'm sure we all have something to say. Uh, but before we close the show this evening, we want to definitely ask our guest caller, Nani, I believe the name was. And, you know, we definitely appreciate everything that you've brought to the table this evening because, you know, without our listeners, without our call-ins, this show is nothing. And we know that people are listening, but they're not calling in. So we definitely appreciate you calling in. But did you have anything you wanted to add before we go off? Uh, I got to say it was a pleasure listening to your show, and I'm looking forward to listening next time. And I might. I love you. Uh, I love you, too. <laughs> Thank that you. That wasn't me. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> but it's all good. <laughs> it's all in love. Um, uh, Miss Blue, did you want to go ahead and say your little closing remarks and make sure you put out your show or if you ever have one again, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Nani, I'd like to thank you so much for calling in and for your insight. And as well, Brisk and Donnie, I'd like to thank you both so much. Mr. Merlot, it's been real. It's been a pleasure. Um, I do have a show. It's called uh, Lunch on a Cloud with Dream. We have not been on the air since November. However, hopefully things will pick up this summer. Um, Our company, Dream Secret Productions, Inc., is actually trying to do some events. We have a car show that's supposed to be coming up on 9-11 in Philly um, at the Belmont Mansion or in the Plateau. So, you know, as word comes, we'll pass it along. But I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in and for having me as a host once again, and I'll talk to you all next time. I'll listen to your show if you can find it there. I want to thank everyone for calling in, and this is a very enlightening show full of shark tales. So if you need to read and get on finding your God, do what's right. Love you, America. Bye-bye. All righty then. As usual, there's always a special treat here on the Furbolo Entertainment Show. Where the guest calling number was three four seven eight eight four nine zero nine one, and basically we were on www.blogtalkradio.com/slash/f-o-m-e-r-l-o-t. We actually had a mysterious caller jump on the switchboard just now. I want to definitely thank you for calling in. Not sure who you are, but we appreciate you calling in. The show is over. But you can definitely catch us definitely on next Saturday, the same time. And till then, good night, everybody.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.